0: The following audio drama is rated R for rockin'. You can be sure that everything you wanted to see when you were a teenager is here. Just tantalisingly out of reach if you're under 17 or 18 years old.
1: Hello, this is Howard Long, the hairy one off the Man by Cow podcast, in which myself and Rufus Penzance are trying to make a sitcom and sketch show, but with dinosaurs in the garden, a kettle that can see the future, and a doorway to hell in the cellar, will we ever make it to the end? everybody. It's Howard here, and welcome to the last in the current series of the Man by Cow podcast. My lovable orphan sidekick Rufus isn't here at the moment, because he's in the kitchen, mixing up the crisps and preparing us some drinks.
0: Do you want orange pop or cherry aid? Ooh,
1: orange pop, please.
0: With gin or vodka?
1: Both, thanks. Well, listener, it's all been a bit hectic recently, but with Uncle Tobias exploding, and that very long dog turning out to be two dogs. So this week, we decided we're just going to sit on the sofa and watch television, and just generally avoid interruption.
0: Uh, there's
1: your drink, oh, you. um, some crisps, nice. oh and here's the mail, oh. um, I'm just going to go and smash the doorbell with a hammer. Good plan. Ooh, a handwritten letter, that's unusual. Okay, that's uh, good, uh, here we go, dear Rufus, that's weird, maybe they can spell Howard, dear Rufus, a few months ago I had a car accident and I had to have both my legs amputated, so to cheer myself up in the hospital, I listened to the Man by Cow podcast. One week, while I was listening to a bit with just you in, I laughed so much that my legs grew back and I could walk and run and play keepy-uppy with a football. I love keepy-uppy and I'm well good at it. My best ever is six keepy-uppies. Everyone in the office was really amazed and even Mr Barrytown didn't really mind when, on my last kick, I got him so hard in the head with a ball that now he has to live in space. But then, later, after I'd worn myself out, I was listening to another episode of your podcast and Howard came on, unexpectedly. And he was so rubbish that both my legs fell off again. And I got rickets. And my boobs stopped working. Now my doctor says I need prosthetic boobs like they have in America, which is a bit weird because he hasn't even said anything about prosthetic legs yet. Anyway, I thought I'd write to say that I think you should get rid of Howard because he's a right rubbish.
0: Mate, I smashed the doorbell. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I heard. And I cut the phone line as well. So there's no way anyone's turning up and embroiling us in some ridiculous adventure this week. What about cell phones? What? Uh, Mobile phones. Good point. Give me yours. Okay. So did you tell the listener that we're just gonna watch TV this week? Yep. And did you mention that we're recording in the nude? No, I thought we were keeping that secret. Oh, sorry, apparently not anymore. Oh well never mind. Welcome, my friends, my friends, to the Man by
2: Cow Podcast. Nudie Special.
0: Let's put our feet up and watch some television. Ooh, okay.
1: Serial bigamist Norman Fiddler, whose only defence was that all three of his wives were in fact the same person, was described by Judge Friday Fitzharvey as a trigamist and condemned to serve a minimum of three consecutive life sentences in Belmarsh Maximum Security Prison. Ruth, I don't want to watch this. Turn this over,
0: please. Okay. Oh,
2: no, not this rubbish again.
1: Oh, like this. Leave this
2: on. In every corner of existence,
3: The
1: British royal family, they had it all, the jewels, the titles, the palaces. But now all they have is one chance, one chance to win, one chance to live. Only one can survive. The rest will die tonight on Treason. Treason. Six epoch-changing months ago, a woman had an idea. That woman was Rosamund Bathwater. And the idea would change the faces of society and
0: television forever. Well, I was in a restaurant chatting to my friend Sophie, who works for television, and we got onto the subject of the royal family. You know, all them princes and queens and that. Sophie said we'd never get rid of them because of all the tourist money they bring in, especially from North America and Scotland. Well, I said we just need to think of a way to abolish the royal family that will also attract tourists. That's just common sense, isn't it? So I said, what does everyone love? Television. And what else does everyone enjoy? Violence and murder. So I suggested, just for a laugh, that we should combine the two. Lock the royal family in their own palaces and castles, cover it with television cameras like in that big brother and give them weapons. Then you tell them, at the end, there can be only one. And whoever's left standing gets a small terraced house in Preston and a modest pension until they die of natural causes or car crash or whatever. The thing is, I just meant it as a joke. I never thought she'd take it to her bosses at television. I never thought they'd suggest it to the government. And I certainly never thought that it would actually happen. Rosamund
1: Bathwater was wrong. Just eight days after that historic conversation, every member of the royal family was arrested while their homes were fitted with the most sophisticated and comprehensive TV camera coverage in preparation for the televisual event that has gripped the world. You're guilty because you watch it. They're guilty because they play it. We're all guilty because we love
2: it.
0: Wednesday, it's nine o'clock, it's time for today's highlights. We're coming to you live from the commentator's booth at Windsor Castle. I'm Toby Longstocking, and with me, as ever, is Archbishop Edward Lilo. Hello Toby, it's good to be here. That's enough chit-chat, today we're going straight to the live cams to see the Earl of Rochester facing Princess Jasmine.
1: Even as we speak, Toby, Rochester is making his first mistake. He's underestimating Jasmine, he can't bring himself to slice her head off with a sword he grabbed off the wall. Oh my god, what's he doing? He's put the sword down. He's
0: trying to talk to her. Looks like he's forgotten the first rule of treason. Trust no one. Trust no one and never take your hand off your weapon. Those are the first and second rules. Kill
1: them before they kill you. That's the third.
0: Yes. Although, strictly speaking, they're not rules, just very good advice. And it's
1: advice that Rochester won't be forgetting in a hurry.
0: Wait a minute, yes he will, he's forgotten it already! Because he's dead, and dead men don't learn lessons. Except lessons in how to be dead. And not even them, because they don't need to learn how to be dead, because they're already dead. Now let's go over to Jimmy Sticks for some background.
1: Rochester has long been portrayed in the press as a figure of fun, ever since the unfortunate incident 15 years ago when, during a state visit by the King of Denmark, he publicly fouled himself and his wife. I have to say, I think getting stabbed in the genitals by a nine-year-old girl is going to do nothing to remedy his poor public image.
0: listener now let's have a listen to this week's installment of how it works with rufus and howard howard and rufus rufus and howard how do mice come from where time is it if i
1: laugh too hard will i lay a dog what's the best place to keep a chair how many pork pies is too many pork pies why haven't i got legs Does it work? I don't know. Let's ask Ruth and Howard,
0: then. They know stuff. They're all good. They know how to count to
1: nine. I got a question for you. Go on, then. I might not understand why we're here.
0: Not Pretty not, big question. Not
1: doing this podcast, but, um, you know, the whole everything.
0: Why everything's here. I, yeah. I assume that's what you meant. Oh, you did, okay. Why the universe is here, why we're here, why the human race is here. Yes, yes, that yes. That's a
1: big question. Because, like, there was, like, nothing, and then the, apparently there was something.
0: No, I think that probably the universe is a circle. Right, so it starts where it ends, like circles do. Circles don't start or end, do they? Circles exist, right? What? You know how they start or end? Of course they do. They've got a start and an end. No, a circle doesn't. it? It goes round and round forever. Yeah, but it starts and
1: then it ends when it gets back to the start again, and then it
0: carries on. But where round. is that? Where is the start of a circle? There is no start; it just round. Well, wherever round, you draw round, it, I suppose you know. If I'm I'd not talking a... about a drawn circle. I'm talking about a conceptual circle. Just What's... imagine a circle, right? Okay, I still, to, I still have to imagine it with a pencil, though, because otherwise, <laughs> all right. But people with a more powerful brain than yours don't have to imagine things with pencils. Well, maybe maybe <laughs> they can just picture things in their head without maybe, drawing well, it. Well, they shouldn't, should they? Because
1: they don't know where the circle starts. Right. I know where well, the circle starts. So you, you say that I'm a big idiot because I can't immediately imagine a circle and I have to draw it with a pencil in my head. But I am the only one that knows where the start of the circle
0: is. Yeah, I think that part of the reason that you find imagining things so difficult is because you can't have a pencil in your head. <laughs> <laughs> but look, no, just... just Picture a circle. It goes round and round. Now we all think of the universe. Well, it goes round once, doesn't all it? All right, but, yeah, but then it goes, when you get to the beginning, it goes I'll round and round. That would round. be circle eight, wouldn't it? It goes round and round. Be a and circle round. of eight if it went round again. All right, that's fine too. Circle of eight. People think of the universe as being a line, uh, but maybe the universe is not the number one, it's the number eight and so it's not you know when it gets to the beginning it just keeps going around again oh so it's just our universe it's just our universe in the big eight explodes
1: and, and no explosion explodes, no it explosion. explodes
0: it just, back into So it's just like the number eight just exists it didn't need an explosion to come into existence it's just it's always been there you remember learning the number eight comes after seven and before nine
1: yeah yeah I remember that seven eight nine that's why yeah, yeah. six it's is
0: afraid of seven scared of it yeah really actually um, eight should be scared shouldn't he eight doesn't exist because eight is a verb in this thing you see what Eight's not there. Is. Eight is not right, in next the joke. to seven, isn't he? There's no, six. Not. There's
1: seven. There's S- eight. And there's nine. And then why is six afraid of um of, of seven? Because seven at
0: nine, right? All right. So you could make it. Why are six and eight afraid of seven? Because seven, seven eight, 8 nine. nine. Seven eight, a, nine. Yeah, the eight is uh is you know that that's a number that it? makes it makes it make sense. If you say et like an idiot, then it doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? Cause what's you, because what's wrong with et? There's not the number et. Yeah, there is. After et mints. <laughs> you not had any of them. After what? After, After et
1: mints. The mints no, that you, you have after you've ate things. Yeah. Is that why they're called after eight
0: mints? Because it's after you ate something. I know yeah, it's not like it I know, I've never really thought about it before, isn't it? Clearly, that? clearly. Called, yeah. it's no, there's no reason to eat them after eight o'clock, is there? No. But there is a reason to... I mean, people do eat them after they eat. That's when you... It's
1: impossible not to, but then it's always it's after eight It's impossible well. not to.
0: I'm always eating without following it with after eight minutes. No, it's impossible. It's not impossible not to eat after eight minutes
3: after you eat. Yeah.
1: No. What are you talking about fool? It's impossible not to eat an after eight mint after you've already eaten something else because otherwise that would suggest that the first thing you ever ate was an after <laughs> okay. eight mint. Okay. But um, an after eight mint is not the first thing a kid ever has,
0: is it? You at least have so. some boob first. <laughs> but the
1: first thing... Come after out and the dog starts shoving after at mints down his throat just to disprove a theory. How are you doing,
0: Doctor? <laughs> Actually, I'm not a doctor, my name's Howard. I just want to make sure that they're not called after <laughs> mints because they're after vet stuff. Okay, well, I'm glad we've cleared that up. And also, that is how the universe started. How does it work? I don't
1: know. Let's ask Rufus and Howard, then. they know stuff. staff. They're all good. They know how to count to
0: nine. Uh, uh, Rufus, uh, where are you going? I'm just nipping into the other room Why? for a minute. And I'm going to record the mm. intro to the Secret Gang trailer. <sighs> Oh, I, no, I thought I was going to record the, the, the yeah. intro to the Geek Danged Taylor. Yeah, I, yeah, I know you wanted to, but I just think if I do it, it'll be quicker because, like, you can't get through a sentence. I can get through one. I can get through two sentences if you give me long you enough see, to do see, it. You see, it just
1: takes so long when no, we. Oh, get... you think you're so good at saying sentences? No, I
0: just think I, I can say a sentence, you know, and I could say ten sentences. I could say sentences. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is we don't need ten sentences oh, right. we yeah. need wantances Oh shit. And like so I think like why don't you stay here and record ten sentences? Okay, yeah. And I'll go and do the intro to the to the secret gang trailer. Okay. Okay. Alright, I'll be back in a minute. God, these things are so good. Hello listener, it's Rufus here, the young and handsome one off the podcast. The following announcement is very important, so please prick up your ears and listen hard. But not too hard, don't hurt yourself. I told Great Uncle Jim, or Grunkle Jim, as we call him, that I had something important to tell him yesterday, and he listened so hard his ears fell off. So now he can't see anything, because he's got nothing to rest his spectacles on. I was only gonna tell him that his ears were looking a bit loose. Anyway, the point is, listen carefully, but not so carefully that your ears fall off. Here we go.
2: Hello, it's Dead Uncle Mick here with a very special announcement. If you like this show but wish there were more episodes or if you'd like to watch interactive Q&A videos with Rufus and Howard or if you're the impatient type who wants full series box sets before the general release, well you can get all these things and much more by joining the Man by Cow secret gang. Keep listening for more details at the end of this episode.
3: I am Tom Baker, Doctor Who, and I am listening to Man by Cow. Man by Cow, Man by Cow.
1: Well, I'm, oh, well, welcome back, listeners. Something quite surreal is happening in our house just at the moment. A herd of enormous cows have chosen to use our living room as a corridor.
0: Good morning, Uncle Dennis Quaid. It's not, you know. It's flaming not a good morning. Well, well, it is a morning, but it's not good, it's bad. If anything, you should say bad morning. Go on, say bad morning to me. It'd be more appropriate. Oh, Uncle Dennis Quaid. What's wrong? I got arrested. Didn't Rufus tell you that? Me, Dennis Quaid, star of Inner Space, and that one where the guy talks to his dad in the past.
1: What'd you get arrested for?
0: Nothing. That's the blistering banana of it. I was just trying to sell some grass to a journalist. The next thing I know, I've got five policemen sitting on my chest and punching me in the money maker Dennis Quaid It is illegal to sell marijuana Jesus Howard Keep your eye on the ball white don't you I wasn't trying to sell drugs I was trying to sell grass That can't be illegal It's everywhere Oh so you mean You mean actual grass And it's not like I stole it either Although to tell you the truth mate I could have done Because there's no security protecting most of it well, So where did you get it from? I grew it In the garden It was easy In fact all I had to do was persuade I the gardener not to mow the lawn for a few weeks, and the stuff just appeared. It was like it had been hiding under the lawn. Hold on, so why do you want to sell grass? A guy in the pub told me I could get 30 smackers a bag. But then I met that blasted journalist, and instead of paying me, he put it on the front page of his newspaper. The trouble is, I've got 150 kilos of it upstairs, so I thought I'd better get rid of it. And then you bought a herd of cows. I bought three herds, actually, just to make sure, you know. I'm taking them up to my room now so they can get chomping down on some premium grade turf and solve my surplus drug problem.
1: Okay, no, I think that's fine, it's a very clever idea. Just don't let Uncle Vince find out about them, will you? Why not? Why not? He distrusts anything that's got more legs than he does. That's why he never turns his back on the kitchen table. Oh, and why he spends so much time with Pete. You mean no legs, Pete?
0: That's the one. Okay, I'll make sure the cows walk past his room quietly. Hey! Stop mooing, you bastards! Hey Hey, Howard, get in here! Today's episode of Treason is about me because
1: they... We're all guilty because we love it! The revolution
2: has been televised! Treason!
0: It's Thursday, it's nine o'clock, we've got three severed limbs and a stiff! It's time for treason! Let's go straight over to Archbishop Edward Lilo, reporting from inside Buckingham Palace.
1: Well Toby, I've been following the Duke of Stansett for over an hour now and I'm becoming increasingly convinced that there's going to turn out to be a very good reason for it. He's currently camped in a small, defensible stronghold. Or, to put it another way, he is
0: hiding in the toilet. The Duke of Stanstead, or Duke Dastardly as he's become known in the tabloids, is currently 322nd in line for the throne, just after the formidable Ariadne Francine, who still holds the record for most kills at a staggering 32 and a half, earning herself the nickname the Duchess of Death. And not because she's Dutch, or Death because she is neither, just very, very dangerous. And Belgian.
1: Hold on, I can hear a movement in there now. Yes, something is definitely happening. We thought he'd gone in to spend a sovereign, but now it looks a lot more likely that he's having a crap. Wait, no, he's coming out. He thinks he's safe, but wait, what's this? I don't believe it, Toby. We saw her die on Sunday. We, we watched her own corgi rip her leg off with its teeth, and the Duke of Edinburgh used her to beat her to death with a foot
0: end. Don't worry, Archbishop, you've not gone mental. It's true. It's the Queen, back from the dead. We fixed her. We gave her a brand new cybernetic leg with jet boosters, extra stamping weight and flashing blue lights all down the side. Having that metal foot brought down on your head would be like trying to wear the Titanic as a hat. Painful, deadly and it makes your head look stupid and flat and dead. I do not see how the Duke of Stanset is going to escape this one, Toby. Well he's a pretty resourceful fellow. So far we've seen him masquerading as a portrait of himself to catch his victims off guard, and through a combination of cunning and cowardice, he's managed to survive being blown up, shot in the head and murdered. This is not a competitor to be underestimated. His statistics show that he has made 14 kills in a total of zero confrontations. That's some pretty darn productive cowardice if you want to ask me about it. And if you do want to ask me about it, tune in to Ask Toby about it, tonight at 10.
1: It's all all kicking off here. The Queen's advancing on the Duke. He's frozen with fear at the thought of that bionic leg stamping his throat to death. And wait, oh no, look at that. He shot her. The Duke of Stanson
0: has shot the Queen out of the game. Archbishop, are you telling us that the Queen is dead? Do you have confirmation of the kill? Well, Toby, he shot her in the face. A 97-year-old
1: woman. I think it's fair to say her chance of winning has just become very slim. But what about her new leg? Her bionic leg is probably fine but nobody's gonna bet on a leg to win. Especially if it has to drag a dead old lady around behind it.
0: Well, it looks like we won't be watching the Queen's Christmas speech this Christmas unless she broadcasts it from heaven, which she won't do, as there's no TV cameras in heaven. And even if there were, she wouldn't because it's impossible, so she can't. Ding dong, viewers, the Queen is dead. Long live Duke dastardly, but probably not, because in treason, no one long lives, because the name of the game is Death. Although the show is called Treason. Let's go over to Jilly Sticks for some background information on the Duke of Stansted.
1: Older viewers may remember the unfortunate incident 15 years ago, when, at a banquet held by the Prime Minister of Turkey, the Duke got confused over which fork he was supposed to use, and accidentally ate his wife.
3: Treason's
0: so good. That, I, I have to admit, treason is pretty good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, idea, idea. What? What? Why don't I get in
1: the flashback cupboard and we can watch it
0: all again right this very now? No, how? That's not what the flashback cupboard's for. Yeah, F- flashing flashing back. back to something that just happened. Just yeah. watch it on treason plus one.
3: Oh. Also, what?
0: everyone's already heard it. They don't want to hear it again. But if it you're gone. gonna, if you're gonna flashback, yeah. do it. But flashback to something good, something interesting.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, this morning, I did this humongous
0: poo. It took like ages. It just we, didn't want to leave my bum. We don't want to listen to you having a crap. No one wants to hear that. Why you not? sitting on the toilet grunting and splashing. That's going to be horrible. It's got to be something more interesting than that, hasn't it? Like a conversation or an adventure or something.
3: I like, like. Conversation
0: like conversation. Uh, right, I tell you what. i tell you what I'll do. Mm. Let me show you what I mean. All right? What? I'll get in the flashback well, cupboard. Get
3: in the
1: flashback.
0: I'll have a flashback What's and the then, flashback? you know, just to show you what I'm talking about. All right? No. It just, yeah. Just get out of the way. No, okay, on. let me get. Okay.
1: Just,
0: oh, my God. It's just, it's just so good at Okay, switch it on.
1: Yep, yeah, fine, I'm turning it on. I'll probably lock you in there. You can stay in your flashback. <laughs>
2: What are you doing, Uncle Mick? Ah, well, I know your Uncle Norbert gets all the credit for his inventions, like the time fridge or that wonderful electronic reader that reads books for you so that you don't have to bother. Mine's reading David Copperfield at the moment. Apparently, I'm quite enjoying it. That's nice. And then there was that dog invisibility ray. But what use is a ray gun that can turn anything into an invisible dog? I don't know. We never did find the coffee table. And, you know, this place just hasn't been the same since the kitchen ran away. Yes, Uncle, but... What are you actually doing? This? It's a brand new instrument I've invented. It's based on the xylophone. But look, I've nailed a mouse to every key by its tail. I only wish your Auntie Zelda could be here to see this. She loved music and she always said she thought I might have a talent for it. If I'd ever bothered to learn an instrument or singing. Ah, dear Zelda. You know, I really thought that was going to be the marriage that worked. But one day, I woke up and realised that she wasn't the woman I'd married. Not since Norbert turned her into an invisible dog, anyway. Uncle? I gave it my best, I did. But it's difficult to have a meaningful and satisfying physical relationship with an invisible dog. Uncle? In the end, she got anal sac adenocarcinoma and we had to have her put down.
0: Uncle, those mice are dead. Look, that one's got no head left.
2: Hmm, yes. I'll have to stick to the high notes. Oh, I suppose you'd prefer mice to be running around your bedroom while you sleep and getting in your mouth. Is that what you want? Lots of mice having a mouse jacuzzi in your tongue garage. So you don't like my xylophone. That's okay. Some people are philistines. Come here and have a look at the drawings for my next invention. I call it anti-gravity cheese. Look, floating cheese. How does it work? It's a machine that sucks the gravity out of your cheese, so then it will float. Because it's got no gravity in it. But, Uncle, isn't that impossible? Aha! The word impossible is not in my dictionary. Sounds like a bit of a rubbish dictionary, Uncle. No, you see, I ripped the page out when I was a teenager so that I would always be able to say with complete honesty that I don't know the meaning of the word impossible. Oh, right. On the downside, I don't know the meaning of several other words either, like impotent, imponderable... And implausible. I haven't the faintest inkling what any of them might mean. Isn't that a bit impractical? A bit what? Never mind. I'd best be going. Very good. Oh, before you go, have you seen Howard's pet dog anywhere? I've just had a wonderful idea.
3: However, the decision
1: was overturned after it was revealed that one of the jockeys was completely hollow. Now, for tomorrow's newspapers. And the Daily News runs with Dick Dastardly Strikes Again including a screenshot of the moment just before the bullet hit. The Friday paper has Queen dies in bullet-swallowing incident, which shows only a partial understanding of the truth. The Morning Report has chosen to lead with Dennis Quaid arrested on drug charges, with the subheading I was just selling grass, say Star of Inner Space and that one about the unexpected ice age. Yagmanovich's Daily Almanac is covering the same story with Has Dennis got a Quaid to stand on? Moving over to the Herald, their cover story is Cows missing from field with the subheading Farmer says I sold them. While the national tabloid has gone for a more direct approach to the story with Man by cow, lot of cow next to a picture of an empty field with a naked model in it. Meanwhile, the broadsheet has chosen to prioritize international news with the headline 400 million dead in fish flu pandemic. <laughs> Oh, you think it's so fucking good, don't you? You think it's so good. What? You're like, oh, look at me, I'm Rufus. What? I'm the one that can make people's legs grow back. Oh, I'm what? Rufus. I write much better songs than Howard does. Legs oh, grow back? I'm Rufus. I could pet a dog faster than you could. Actually, I'm that, that like... one's probably true. You... Oh, Joey, I tell, you, I, tell you, I tell you what I'm better at than you. What? Um, I'm better at predicting things.
0: Yeah, yeah, go on, then predict something.
1: Okay, I, I predict I predict that you'll be dead. You'll be dead by the end of the day. You'll be
0: what? dead. dead. So predict, I predict, you're going to be a dad by the end of oh really the year oh brilliant I've, you know I'd like to be a dad you would wouldn't you because like I think it'd be nice to be a dad because then I wouldn't be an orphan anymore would I exactly yeah that I'd, I'd like that okay well if you win this game of predictions
3: then
1: what? you get to be a dad what yeah yeah we'll predict things and then like whoever is the best at predicting gets to be a dad oh
0: what like a competition yeah like oh, okay so uh, um, let's have uh, five minutes to write predictions okay yeah and then we'll read them yep and um then and then we'll die. see who's the best yeah right okay brilliant. Um, Alright, uh, let's play a sting that I wrote, yeah. like a really good sting that I wrote to cover while we write the predictions. And go. What?
3: What will happen in the future? I don't know. Perhaps Rufus and Howard do.
1: In the future, people will figure out how to illegally download clothes and food. Although That's the quality will probably be will, be, will often be poor, with cheese neither looking nor sounding quite right. And occasionally you'll be able to see someone get out of their seat and leave the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> But that would be good. You see, I do think that like um, that, fashion and food are two pretty strong industries in the respect yeah. that they, they can still have stores in the high street. They don't necessarily need them because you can get clothes through the post now and everything. And food through. The, I get, get food, food through, through the I post. get my food through the post.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's really difficult to get those melons through the letterboxes. <laughs> I very rarely order melons for that reason. That I order a lot of thin food, <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of sandwiches. America will change its name to the America.
1: In the future, in the future, phones, right, will be so small and in our heads that we'll never be sure if we're getting a phone call or we've just got
3: tinnitus.
0: (laughs) I've got a phones one. Have you? Do you want to hear my phone? Yeah, I do. Um, That we should put phones in puppies to stop people losing them so much. Because you know people lose their phones (laughs) quite a lot, right? Yeah. And also, like, they drop them in the toilet sometimes and stuff like that. Well, if you implant your phone into a puppy, then it'll follow you around. So when you, and if you want your, you know, where's my phone? You just go, phone, that and it, is, comes, it comes to you. The question, are you a cat or
1: dog person, will be history when scientists successfully glue a cat to a dog. <laughs>
0: glue.
3: <laughs> yeah. The new question. Yeah. There's
0: something in the distant future <laughs> when, they, when they work out how to glue stuff together. Um, all right, so... What I, have you got, what have you got? Uh, my next one is that it will rain up. <laughs> <laughs> instead of down, right? Why? Because all the sky rain will have fallen by then, won't it? Ah. And so then it'll have to rain back
1: up again. So everyone will, like, you know, stop wearing shoes on their heads and umbrellas on their feet. Yes. Your turn. OK, Um. my next prediction is Gary Lineker will stop smelling of smoky bacon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Invisibuildings.
3: buildings.
1: <laughs> <laughs> George Lucas will use CGI to insert R2-D2 up his own arse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Good one. All right, shall I have my turn? Yeah, you, go, you have a go. All right, so in the future, yeah. there'll be no Chinese people. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I admit I'm going out on a bit of a limb on this one, right? (laughs) And if you look at the situation now, this is quite unlikely, but I'm thinking, like, if that turns out to be true, I'm going to look amazing. Jesus will come
1: again. Jesus will come again, but only when nails no longer exist. (laughs) Unfortunately, history will repeat itself nonetheless when they make him swallow a magnet and stick him on a fridge.
0: (laughs) Until dead. (laughs) Okay. um... Deep-sea driving. <laughs> In the future, a dog will eat its own face. <laughs> OK, Howard, that is the predictions done. I feel uh, pretty good about it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I was. Berlin, yes. Well, no, hang on. We've got to check the votes. What? We've got to check the votes. What right? votes? Well, we've been on Facebook getting what? votes from people. No, we like, haven't. Live, live on Facebook. Live on what? Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I didn't Twitter, know this. What? yeah, and what ta- I didn't know um, this. and Google Plus. What the hell is Google Plus? <laughs> I have no idea. But we got like a couple of votes from it. Well, I, yeah. Well, anyway, what we're all funny. You have um, anyway. Well, let's look at the votes. Let's look at the votes, and uh, let's start with you, Howard. Howard, you have person. got one vote. Yeah. What one What's
1: vote?
0: That's, was that good. Uh well it's from a it's from a woman that's brilliant yeah uh, she's called Meredith yeah. and she says um, I have voted for you because you've got lovely hair oh. but I don't know anything else about you right but if you want to have sex on me that's okay um well, that's nice that's nice you've uh, you've made a friend and um and you've got an offer of sex and it looks like uh it looks like she's willing to share her pension with you as well <laughs> so that's nice Meanwhile, my votes, uh, I've got uh, 463,224. four hundred and sixty-three thousand two hundred and twenty. beg
1: your ding dong Well, I, I, I think I won. Um, you don't even have that many people listening to this. I know. I'll
0: get you, Rufus Penzance, if it's the last thing I do. Well, listen, while Howard goes and gets me, whatever that might mean, uh, let's listen to the Nursery News.
3: This is the Nursery News.
1: Old King Cole sent down for fiddling. Early reports suggest he is no longer merry, but still an asshole. Horsey, horsey stops. <coughs> Makes good glue. Mary has discussed her plans for the coming Sunday. What are you doing for dinner, Mary? I'm having a little lamb. And finally. Bar, bar Black Sheep has retired, leaving Bark Bark Brown Dog and Growl Growl Ginger Cat to vie for the post. Oh. Oh. Bark Bark Brown Dog! Have you any wool? I believe the real question here is not how much wool is there, rather how much wool do we really need? Listen to how bug bug brown dog avoids the question. I growl growl ginger cat promise if you vote for me, I shall increase the wool rations to four bags. You haven't any wool, you're a cat!
0: Ruffers. I've got a surprise for you. I don't like your surprises. They always end up with me getting hurt or humiliated. They do not. You remember when we were kids and you said, Hey, Rufus, I've got a surprise for you. And then you super glued your pet guinea pig to my ear. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. But your mum couldn't be bothered to take me to the hospital, so she went and got my pet guinea pig and glued it to my other ear and said I had to pretend they were my actual ears. Hey, it was me that got called Noddy at school. Yeah, Noddy and Pig Ears. Whatever. Stop
1: whinging about the distant past. My new surprise. Is nothing like that Go on then You remember when that Travelling doctor Came round a few weeks ago And took a blood sample From you? Yeah That wasn't a doctor That was me In a wig
0: What? You mean I'm not dying Of monkey aids? Well not
1: that I'm aware of No
0: Then why would you I
1: have a friend you see Who's a police forensic scientist And he checked your DNA Against that national database They're not supposed to use For things like this And he's found out Who your mum is
0: What? Really? Are you serious?
1: Well here's the results They arrived today Go
0: on then, what's it say? Flip, Howard. I don't believe it. What? I knew I was special. Didn't I always tell you I was special? Well, what does it say? My mum. She was a duchess. A proper British duchess. It all makes sense. A family scandal. She slept with the handsome stable boy, got all up the duff, but couldn't bear to have an abortion because she loved me too much. So does does this mean that you're royalty? You might want to kneel when you speak to me in the future, commoner. I'm a duke. Duke Rufus. Oh, dear. I'm a I'm a royal. They're going to want you for treason. Oh, nobbing heck! Oh my god, they're
1: here already! My friend of the police must have tipped them off! Bastard! Come on, I know you can escape in the time fridge. Yes! Quick, get in, get in! No, wait,
0: wait, don't we need to calibrate it? Like set a date or whatever? No
1: time, Ruth! Go quickly! I'll get a message to you somehow when it's safe for you to come back. Thanks, Howard. You're a true friend. I'm your only friend. You're my true only friend. Quick, go now!
2: Danger! You have exited the time fridge without proper calibration. This can lead to painful death. Danger! You will have a the time phase down for the calculation. This can lead to pain from death. Danger! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello. It's all right, you can stop banging now, Flux. Rufus fell for it. The idiot. Oh. Look, here's that bag of cheese I promised you. Oh,
3: thank you so much. I always wanted a bag of cheese my whole life and I never had one.
1: What about that bag of cheese you had the other week? Aside from that one, this is the best thing I've ever had ever. OK, go on, toddle along now. Thank you, bye. I'm going, I'm going. Bye now, bye. Bye. <sighs> At very last, the house to myself. Well, listener... Goodness knows how long it'll take Rufus to get back to the present. But until then, I'm going to take full advantage of having the house to myself to seriously kick back and watch the heck of some telly.
0: Now we return to our countdown of the top 1,000 hits of 1984. Back in March 1984, an unknown band exploded onto the pop charts with a song that would become their legacy. They called themselves Man Beyond Cow and they were fronted by new romantic sex symbol Ferguson Blake, who, just a few months after the song was released, died of car crash. The backing vocalist, Rufus Penzance, was never seen without his trademark black eye makeup, hiding what many believed to be serious facial disfigurement, but others said was just basic ugliness. Their number two hit single, Woman Girl, is still a favourite at 80s discos all over Germany and Belgium, and has often been described in the music press as mercifully short. Our viewers have voted it at 953 in the top 1,000 hits of 1984.
3: Her neck is Dainty and her legs are long And I can tell from the lack of slum That she's a woman girl She's a woman girl She is a woman girl A woolly woman girl She's open-minded and she's really smart She's liberated but she doesn't fart Unless she feels like it She often feels like it And then it whips a bit She says the dog did it Girlfriend. But it turns out she's a lesbian Well, I assume so I think we get the gist That's why she said no He's a misogynist But now she's dating my best friend Paul who says she's not a lesbian at all Just didn't like me She thinks you are a prick That seems unlikely And smell of baby sick.
1: If you'd like to see it too, then head straight over to manbycow.com and check it out. More importantly, while you're there, join our secret gang and get loads more man by cow stuff from us. Still not convinced? Mr. Fluck? Hello? Play the trailer.
3: Okay?
1: <laughs> oh lack it, Mr. Fluck, play
0: the trailer.
2: The Man by Cow universe oh, is expanding.
0: So, Mr. Fluck, you've been sent to me because of your, uh, let's say, outlandish uh, theories and practices. It's all part of a conspiracy. You believe... got too close to the throne, and now they want to have me shut down. The problem is not that you got too close to the throne. The problem is more that you think the Queen is a gorilla.
2: If you want more Man by Cow, go to manbycow.com, join our secret gang, and we'll give you lots of extra stuff, Every week.
0: So why don't we yeah, yeah. do a new podcast? Oh, look, like, another, but, another spin-off but, with, like, Mike. No, 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 what I'm thinking uh, is... Fluck <laughs> Adventure:
1: Adventures of Fluck right. in Outer Space. Uh, you, uh, you, you oh, can... hello. <laughs> uh,
2: what am I doing in Outer Space? <laughs> i oh, a rock. Join our secret gang and we'll give you extra Man by Cow podcast episodes. When I was much younger, a boy of just 13, I, I watched.
0: Took my tallywhacker and <laughs> stuck it in ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> no, I watched my dad put the puppies in a bag, <laughs> <laughs> then dump them in a stream. <laughs> I looked up at his smiley face. The tears flowed from my eyes. He told me not to be a girl and that everything dies. Yeah, if you put it in
2: a... With all the regular characters and sketches from the Man by Cow podcast.
0: The main problem with your TV, mate. No, Dennis Quaid. I'm going to stay here, take over TV. And it's all going to be Dennis Quaid TV. I'm going to be in everything, right? It's going to be like Dennis Quaid Daytime, Dennis Quaid Breakfast TV, Dennis Quaid Soap Opera. Oh, look, there's Dennis Quaid getting married to Dennis Quaid and having a little baby Dennis Quaid because of time travelling Dennis Quaid. Right. Later on we've got some comedy with me, Dennis Quaid. Hi, blokes, it's me, Dennis Quaid. Here's a joke, Dennis Quaid walked into a bar with Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid said, why the Dennis Quaid face? And
2: more regular sections like how it works with Rufus and Howard. So
0: Howard, how does dinner work? How does sex work?
2: How does football
0: work? How does tea work? I
1: don't know. Let's have a cup of tea then.
2: As well as brand new characters.
1: Oh, I like pictures. Are yes, they pictures well... of big jobbly to
3: Sometimes, bit. Yes, I like with... to babble with them
0: about you know and pibble them, pibble them with my dungle dog.
2: And familiar old characters.
0: Oh, your relatives are dead. And I say, that can't be the case. He say, yeah, it is. They all got attacked by killer boats. They all got attacked by killer boats for no reason. And I go, oh, that's quite strange.
2: Brand new Man by Cow episodes, including specials. That's more Doctor Who stories than Howard wrote when he was a teenager. There
0: has been an overcharge of Granithor power. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Granny Thor! No, it's Thor's grandma Come from space with a big hammer You
3: left your hammer at home, love
2: And the choose-your-own-adventure books That Howard wrote when he was ten
0: um, Equipment, you start with a sword I'm a dog, though, right? Yeah, well, okay. I don't know um, <laughs> Your name is what? Walk- <laughs> Woggy the doggy, Woggy the doggy, doggy. (laughs) and you've got a sword.
2: (laughs) Join Rufus and Howard as they plan the show. Because if
1: a zombie bites you, you become a zombie. a werewolf bites you, you become a werewolf. (laughs) If a vampire bites you, you become a vampire. So we want to make something that bites you. And And you you become become it. You
0: become it, yeah. (laughs) All right, Um, so like a dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically a werewolf. Yeah, but you actually just become a dog. <laughs> Regular
1: dog. That's not a horror story then, is it?
2: Hear the stories too rude or embarrassing for the main show.
1: I, um Erm... Um fished uh, shit out of a toilet in Vegas once and shoved it down a sink
2: (laughs) (laughs) members of the Man by Cow secret gang will get all this and regular behind the scenes videos, interactive Q&A videos with Rufus and Howard audio audio commentaries outtakes, deleted scenes, extended chats and full series box sets meaning you can hear the main show before we release it
1: of getting in that same boat together, all these men in the same boat. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? All these men in this lovely boat. What should we call the boat? Should we call it a bobbing boat? Let's do that. Well, what we're we gonna do here? Oh, I've got an idea. Do you want to guess what it is?
2: Go to manbycow.com to find out how to sign up and overdose on more man by cow than you could ever have dreamed of. We've got a letter
1: in- here from Greg. Yeah. And he says, Hello, man by cow's sexual health. Podcast. Yeah. I, I've got a penis. <laughs> but like it's all like bent and stuff. It goes around in a big boomerangy shape. Yeah. And um so in order to get it in women, I have to approach him from the side. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're getting ready to go. Now.